0: Hey guys, I'm very excited that Game of Thrones is back and I'm finally getting around to focusing on a great deal of the lessons that I learned from this show. You see, we all come to this show for many different reasons. You know, the shock value, you know, the plot twist, the amazing acting and writing, the, you know, the witty one liners and things like that. And of course, the lessons. Hey, look, I'm here for all of that. You know, there isn't really one thing that I don't like about Game of Thrones besides the fact that there aren't really um, any black main characters. But it seems that the spinoff will have that. Um, But besides that, man, I just love this show. And um, so here are eight lessons that I learned from the show. Obviously, there are a lot more. But hey, season eight, eight lessons. I may do a part two. But anyone, anyone, anyway... Number one, anyone can die, and you know everyone can die. Now, it was a huge shock to watch Ned Stark die when the first season was pretty much based around him. We thought they, you know, when it was when he was getting executed, that somebody was gonna come save him, and that really shook everything up. But he- here is how all of this applies to life, because obviously a lot of the characters we started to love have died throughout the show and a lot will um, a couple will die this season. I don't think as many will will die as we would uh like to believe and that's a plot twist in itself. But many will die. But here's the thing about life, man. We all will die. We never know when our when our um when judgment day is coming. And you would think that that would be enough to encourage us all to put all of our differences aside more on that later and you know focus on being there for one another you know because life is extremely precious now i don't know what's to come after this life but as far as i'm concerned this existence right here is all that we'll have we may come back as frogs rabbits wolves we may come back as trees we may come back on a different planet we may not i don't know But for now, this is all we have, and we need to find great gratitude in all that we have, in our loved ones, in our families, okay? Number two, your fate can change. You see the Lannisters, they were at the top, and slowly but surely, they started to crumble. Their family crumbled. Maybe they weren't built on solid foundation to begin with, but either way, they found themselves with the fates that they found themselves in. Likewise, people who who got off to a rough start in life, who didn't really have much, Jon Snow, Daenerys, they worked them way, they worked themselves all the way up. How it's going to end, I don't know, you know. And of course, there is Littlefinger who worked himself up in his own right. You know, he doesn't come from a noble family, you know, of well known people. He worked himself up. Now, you don't have to play a dirty game per se to get yourself to where you want to be, but there's always a game that you can play to get to where you would like to be. You know? So, no matter where you are in life, no matter who your family is, no matter the things that happen to you, you can always turn it around. You can always make somebody yourself. And just the same. If you're on top of the world and you're smelling yourself and you feel invincible and things like that, just understand that you can be knocked down too. So you need to always be focused on making your life better. Not just for yourself, but for the people around you. Um, and speaking of the people around you, number three, give yourself to the people. So the first person that comes to mind, obviously, is Jon Snow. You know, there's a reason why he was voted the Lord Commander and then he was voted King of the North. Um, And uh, it's because he he was selfless enough to the point where he understood that it was not all about him. He wanted to be there for the people. And as a result, the people as a result, the people rewarded him. Now we don't do these things for rewards, and I'm pretty sure the fictional character Jon Snow didn't do it for rewards. He did it because it's the right thing to do. You know, if you give yourself to the people, your legacy will be solidified. You will never be forgotten. You will be a hero. You will make something out of yourself, and you will realize your purpose in a way that you couldn't do otherwise in a way that you couldn't do if you were just all about yourself so give yourself to the people that's what it's all about man being selfless I've talked about it many times in my life I'll talk about it many times in the future because it will always be relevant and I always need to keep that same thought recycling I always need to hear myself say it because I don't want to find myself being too selfish that I forget that I'm not the only person in this world Um, number four Uh, it's not too late to change You know, just like, you know, just like I said, you're faking change It's not too late to change as a person Now when we see Jamie Lannister fight, Seeking, you know, he found his redemption You know, he wants to be more noble You know, he, he's shedding his identity as the Kingslayer And he's becoming more of the nobleman, the oath keeper. The funny thing is, he's 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 gonna die this season, I'm pretty sure. But it won't be until after he redeems himself. He will finally be seen as a hero for the first time in his life. And I'm sure he wouldn't mind dying that way. It's better to die a hero than to live a million years. As a villain. You know. And obviously a villain isn't necessarily all that black and white. Because you know Batman could be considered a villain. And things like that. But. He, die with honor. That, that That's what it's all about. He wants to die with honor. With humility. And he will. And I think that we should all be willing to die with honor. And humility. As opposed to. Living a selfish and greedy Life at the expense of others. Okay. And then uh the, another character that came to mind. Was Sandor Clegane. He's done many bad things. But as we've seen in. Uh, recent history in the show. Is that. He's starting to understand. That there's a bigger picture out there. And that he's not all that alone. And people do believe in him. And people do see that. There's some great for him to put into this world. And he's starting to. Identify with that as well So no matter how bad you were in the past No matter all the bad things that you've done You can always make it right I mean some things In my mind is just You know Just too bad To to, to redeem It's not really up for me to decide But I would say for the most part You can right your wrongs You can turn a new leaf And so long as you aren't paying for it right now in a a jail cell and obviously you can see this so you aren't dead you can make everything right you can do right by your people and right by yourself you have to beg for forgiveness from the people that you've hurt and I'm saying this from experience because I have apologized just religiously to the people that I feel like I've hurt in my life and to be forgiven takes all of that weight off of me it opens me up to put more good into the world and influence people in a positive way because I I didn't always live righteously I did not always choose to do the right thing I thought doing the bad things was was the way to go I thought it was cool but the older I've, I've got and more you know more the more humbler that I that I've um, become I've, I've realized that there's much more to life than these little thrills we get out at the expense of others it's it's much more fulfilling to be the good guy not the nice guy not the pushover but the good guy you know um what number are we on one two three four five I've spoken this a little bit but the lone wolf dies but the pack survives and simply put we work better as a unit we work better as a team okay uh, i mean i mean even in basketball you can have you know just i've seen it with kobe bryant many times is that he was arguably the greatest basketball player of all time but when he took the game into his own hands it wasn't always the best outcome you know he couldn't he couldn't defeat a solid team of of people who understood the value of 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 uh, teamwork and of course Kobe understood those things. It's, I'm just trying to show you the dichotomy of one versus the whole. You know the expression is the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So as a team, as a pack, we mesh together. We become resources to each other. Crutches even in a sense. You know, where one is lacking, the other one picks up. And that's just some, simply, uh, that's just not something that that you can do on your own. You need a nice, solid team, a nice, solid foundation. Okay? I know I'm making sense here. Even though I'm kinda like all over the place. You know, I'm freestyling. This is this is how I prefer it to be. I prefer it to be nice and natural. And um but still getting straight to the point. Okay? Get yourself a nice solid team and be selfless with one another and build that way. Okay? That's why that's why rock bands are so powerful, you know? That's why having a nice little combination of rappers so powerful like the Migos for example it's much easier to write a a solid verse as opposed to writing three solid verses each song and you can get them out a lot faster you got three people feeding off each other's energy and putting out the best music they possibly can no matter how you feel about the Migos I mean you could pick pick a group that you like and the concept is all the same that's that's just the first group to come to my mind Migos okay um and they are very successful um and they wouldn't be as successful individually um and we're kinda, we kinda we kind of we kind of already see that with their individual projects um and uh so I guess number 6 everyone can make a difference you don't have to what you don't have to be the king to give to the people okay you don't have to be the owner of a business to make a difference within the customers lives okay you can make a bigger difference to the customers by by constantly you know uh, by being an employee oftentimes we go to an establishment and we don't see the owners okay we're not affected by the owners we may be affected by the prices that they set maybe the culture but ultimately it's those people that that work those 40 hours inside the establishment who make all the difference who make us want to come back that's what it is and it makes a load of difference you know when people go the extra mile to show their humanity doesn't matter where you are okay it, we could it could be in Walmart it could be right here on the street corner okay I don't really know the difference that I've made in in the lives of others, but I always try to go the extra mile to let somebody know that they matter, that they are important, you know? Because I'm no better than anybody, nobody's greater than me, and for all I know, I may stumble across that one person who may change my life forever, and it has happened many times, all because I I saw... The humanity in them I saw Where we could connect And build And That's what life's all about man. But in relation to Game of Thrones You see a lot of these small characters That you've grown to fall in love with And they've played major parts In the show In the outcome And they will this season It's inevitable Like if the throne Speaking of Game of Thrones If King's Landing does not get burned down, the person who does end up being on the throne, the king, I don't really know the queen, I I have no idea who the queen could be, but I think the king is going to be someone who's probably not even a big character. Hey, look, I just got to say, I think Gendry is going to be the king, and I really hope you watch this video the same day he becomes the king, I swear, I'm just calling it, okay? And I'm not going to go into details why, but I think Gendry will end up being the king. (laughs) This this is going to catch a lot of people off guard, but I saw it coming for quite some time. It's just I'm going to sit back and watch it happen. Okay. And number seven. Knowledge is truly power. Okay. So think Bran Stark. You know, think Samuel Tarly. Okay. They are going to have big roles in the season because of what they know. The more you know, the powerful you are. Now, I remember being in elementary school, middle school. and You were just walking through the halls and they had this poster saying, knowledge is power. Yeah, yeah, knowledge is power. Okay, I'm going to go to math class. Okay, science. All right. But as you get older, you start to understand. Wow. The more I know, the more resourceful I am. The more I don't have to depend on other people to think for me. You know, the closer to a hero I can become. I am truly more powerful because of the things that I know. And it's just, it turns you into a beacon of hope, of inspiration, of knowledge. Okay? It puts you in a position to lead future generations. Okay? You don't have to be old to be wise. You don't have to be old to be knowledgeable. You don't have to come from a fucking Asian family to to be good at math or what have you? The more you learn, the more powerful you are. And you and at that point you don't have to fake like you're smarter than you are. You don't have to be on Facebook trying to play grammar Nazi and trying to say, it's not mine's, it's mine. It's not this your, it's that your. It's not this there, it's that there. You don't have to do those things. Because if you're truly a teacher, people will come to you. You don't have to just, you know, just throw out a bunch of useless information. And by the way, I'm an editor. I'm a writer and things like that. And I don't spend time trying to, Correct people because they misspell something Or the punctuation's off I will only do that if I see them trying to be in like An asshole thing they're making a point Then I gotta show them up a little bit You know But knowledge is power Okay Flat out And number 8 You live and die by the same Shit Okay So if you spend your life neglecting people Pushing them away Thinking you better than them Talking behind their back, being all catty and all that shit. That's how you're going to die. You're going to die alone, with no friends, feel like nobody loves you, feel like your life was worth nothing. Okay? And I'll, you know, I'll compare it to the show uh, once again. And uh, let's go with Littlefinger. He's, he's one of my favorite characters. And I really feel like the way they killed him off, it was just like... Littlefinger wouldn't have gotten himself into a situation like that. I'm still holding out hope that he may actually be alive. He may be a faceless man. But I think they killed him all for fan service. Which I don't like, but whatever. And you live and die by the same shit. If you live like a snake, eventually you're gonna end up eating your own tail, you know? He tried he played. he you know, he he played the game of turning sisters against each other before, in a sense. And he tried to do it again, and that's what got him killed. You know, he he played the game that way. He was out for self, and as a result, nobody was out for him. He had a bunch of enemies, although he was very wise. You know, so if you do want to play the game like Littlefinger, you may want to play the game a little bit more like Varys. Even though in the books, I hear that they're fairly similar. But on the show, Varys is doing this more so for the sake of the people. Actually, he's do- actually he's doing it for the sake of the people in the sh- in the show in the uh, books anyway. You know, he's doing it for I guess the Targaryens. Um, so if you're going to play the game, make sure that people benefit from it. You know, make sure that you're doing this to take out establishments that you just do not agree with, that you you think they are just unjust and they do not fit the people. So you live and die by the same shit. Just like Ned, just like Ned Stark, he was honor—he was honorable, and he wanted the truth to be told, and that's what ended up getting him killed. You know, he—he he put together something I—I I just have a hard time believing that nobody else couldn't put together. But he pieced together that Robert Baratheon's children wasn't his. You know, which even as I was watching the show, I was kind of shocked. You know um, but then again, you know, his his mom, Cersei Lannister, obviously had blonde hair and things like that, um, I said his mom, you know, Joffrey, and Tommen, and I forget the, the, the uh, her daughter's name, um, but their, their children, uh, the Lannister children, or Robert Baratheon's children, all had blonde hair just like their mom, you know, so, it, in, in that regard I could see how it could be a little bit of a plot twist But the Baratheons historically had black hair You know uh, Just like Gendry The future king um, And those are the eight lessons I really hope you got something out of this And you know Game of Thrones is just one of those shows Where it just never felt like a waste There's always a bunch of game in there You know true to his name And that's just a testament of George R. R. Martin You know his philosophies on life is extremely, uh, extremely dope, extremely powerful, and um, I love I love TV shows where you can take away a message, and it's not just entertaining. All right, guys, take care, happy Game of Thrones watching.